forever. Dog. Rock a bye bye baby. This week on the podcast, A. Bates's Mother's Helper. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today we are joined by a very special guest. You may know her from Dunn, the Forever Dog podcast. From UCB, we have comedian Dara Katz here. Hi. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for reading a book. Honestly, it took effort. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we pay our guests. Oh my God. (laughs) Otherwise they will not do it. (laughs) Because we respect your time. People are like, what what do you plan on doing on the plane ride? And I was like, I have to actually read a book instead of just watch Outlander. So (gasps) I'm not caught up. Oh, okay. Me neither. (laughs) I was like, then I won't tell you anything, but I haven't seen any of the season. We're all safe. We're all safe. Uh, so did you read these types of books in high school at all or middle school? Probably middle school. Like, I know you talk a lot about R.L. Stein on this pod, but I like that he was kind of God, mm-hmm. like, and that section in Borders and Barnes and Noble, like you just look at all the titles and me and my friends would do this joke. We'd be like, say cheese and die. Mm-hmm. But then if you say cheese, you had to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that book? Yeah. yeah. So that was like a big part of my childhood. <laughs> but this one actually reminded me of the um, uh, Face on the Milk Carton. Caroline B. Oh. Cooney. That, is yeah, that, yeah. that might be like not as YA. I don't know. No, might yeah. be more adult. So, I don't yeah. know. We've actually covered that. Yeah, oh, we okay. covered that book. And I feel like it had a similar, like the main character was more fleshed out and thought relatable and relatable because a lot of times in these books they do not know how teenage girls she's just like pretty yeah i don't know what this girl looked like oh yeah i don't know good for this book (laughs) (laughs) they're usually so specific it's like dude i don't even know about how she looked well her tan we know she was tan oh right that's true legs that's true (laughs) she only tanned her legs yeah (laughs) but like yeah usually it's like hmm if i had to think about what i'd looked like Sure, I'd say I have auburn hair and I'm really beautiful to some, although I don't see it. And my eyes are green. And like, yeah, it's just for some reason in a lot of they don't know how to describe the main character if it's from her point of view. Mm -hmm. And so she just like thinks about what she looks like for a second. Just it's very just on a random morning. She's like. Hmm. I guess I have freckles. Yeah. <laughs> that could have been like, from one of these books. <laughs> I'm on the bus. I'm just going to take a second to think about the fact that I have freckles. Yeah. I guess I also, these books seem so big because like, I've always been kind of a slow reader and like I've always been scared of books, even though like I'm an English major. So um, <laughs> I'm a great like like skimmer, but I can't believe how fast it was to read this now. And back in the day, like I would have been like going through it so slowly. Yeah. I mean, this book especially was such a such a breeze. I flew through yeah, this book. it really sucked There me in. were chapters that were one paragraph. I <laughs> loved how short some of those chapters were. Yeah. I was like, yay, keep going. <laughs> it did feel like I made more progress at those moments. It was like, I already finished two chapters just then. Yeah, true. Tricked my dumb brain. So, okay, let me read the back of this book. Okay. Her dream job is about to turn into a nightmare. 
Becky can hardly believe it. Spending the summer as a mother's helper on a romantic island, earning money for college and working on her tan at the same time. What a lucky break. Too bad. Becky's <laughs> luck is about to change. Soon, the accidents will start happening and the phone calls. Suddenly, Becky's island paradise will seem more like a prison. Becky will be plenty scared then. Mother's helper is going to need all the help she can get. The well, book is so much better than that. That was really embarrassing, though. <laughs> that synopsis was bad. I also like, I love the book, but it also made me feel like I could write a book. No, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, for I was sure. Like, oh, this can be done. Like, we can yeah. Yeah. do this. Oh, yeah. absolutely. This uh, is one of my favorites, though. What really? did you think of it? I mean, I loved. <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll like elaborate in that we have to read one of these books. I know a week, and many most of bad. them are very bad. So when I was reading this, I was like, "Oh, this is a really good one." I enjoyed this one, but I did have moments where I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I loved like from the onset when you told me I was reading Mother's Helper, I was like, "Okay, this sounds like a psychosexual something," which is very like. <laughs> My yes, wheelhouse. Yes, like, yes, yes. Did I wish there was, there was more sex in this? One thousand percent. Sure, there was um, but no sex. YA. I, there's YA like sex, right? We just mm. covered heaven. Well, that I, like sh- is Which that is even YA? <laughs> Which involved? Are you familiar with intense amounts of no. incest? Uh, she's fucked and, up. That's I mean, kind of up my alley, though, in terms of like literature. Did you Pick read up a oh, VC? Seriously, okay. like yeah. seriously, you'll love it. Okay, do you like? Really hot dads. Yes. Do you like? like I wanted her to fuck the dad. Yeah. Okay, that we okay. saw yeah. at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and do you like the, the really hot dads to be really fucked up? One thousand. And play like yes. sexual mind games with you. <laughs> yes. Do you do you okay. like like a brother that's like like keeps telling the main character that she's like the most beautiful person in the world and there's like intense sexual chemistry between the main character and her own brother, and they <laughs> are twins but not. Yeah. <laughs> They're twin. What do you mean? But not. So they thought they were twins, but they're not. They're half brother and half sister. So it's like Marsha and Greg. It's fine. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they can it's only half. That's the conclusion we take yeah. to as well. Um, um, are you okay with <laughs> um, intense, intense sexual trauma? That's a tough one. It's uh-huh. tough. I, it's no, tough. I'm, as soon I'm as okay. I started to say more things, I was like, I really hesitated for a long time because like. Everything that we could say after that is so fucked up. No, she okay, is like here's one. gothic, crazy trigger lady all the time. Like the like, whole thing, it is a lot of very like upsetting. Anything where you would say trigger warning, you would apply to her books. Like it should be like by trigger warning. Exactly. Got it. That should be her actual name. I say if you want like the most intense, like fucked up psychosexual books, I'm listening. Flowers in the Attic is pretty good. Yeah. Um, I would say Flowers in the Attic. It's also less traumatic. No. No. Although mm, uh, I can see how that confusion would come about because they are prisoners in the attic. Got it. Okay. They are prisoners (laughs) in an attic, but they're children that are being held there by their mother who wants to pretend she doesn't have children so that she can convince her father to put her in her will because they're children of incest. And he has disowned her because he hates the fact that she fucked her own uncle. Also, they're slowly trying to kill the children by putting arsenic on their cookies. Yeah, this is a story I really want to write. So, yeah, Yeah, I'm down. Delve into Flowers (laughs) in the Attic. If you're looking to read a more of a heavy hitter than my sweet Audrina. Oh, got it. Right. My sweet Audrina has more throwing, literally throwing a, a miscarriage the, at your mom. The, like the remnants of your miscarriage. 
at, at your, your mom. mom. A character literally does that. Sorry, I'm just taking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, in. take your time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's less psychosexual and more, <laughs> more psycho, horrifying. Yeah, horrifying. more psycho. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, actually yeah. there isn't that much. Is there? Okay, I might. Be, There's are. Is there weird oh, sex on a stuff grave? In, oh right, she fucks on a grave. I forgot about that. <laughs> Forgot about it. It's that. like a freaky, rapey. I forgot. I forgot. Sex scene on that. a grave. I blocked. I blocked on that from my mind. Her grave. They had. Ha- they had hate sex on what she thought on. was her own grave. Yes. Okay, I forgot about that. I mean, been there. <laughs> like, oh, who of us hasn't in right. our teen years? Yeah. So this did not have. So anyway, it's not that. This didn't have any sex in it at all. Unfortunately, that's correct. Unfortunately, when the name does sound very like mother. Right. I, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, okay, I hope she has daddy issues and something happens there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know One mean? can only hope. Right. And I, I, go ahead. I yeah. know. I, I, I totally agree about the, the dad. Because when the dad came and, like, she had to save him from the from the gas explosion, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, was, yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know. I've kind of – I would have wanted – a little something they more exciting. They could have fucked really quickly. Like, you know what I would hope? Just and, be a different book for two seconds <laughs> and have them fuck. Also, okay, the the guy that was uh, Cleave. I'm sorry. That is <laughs> what the is worst that name? name. I can't. Cleave. I kept being like, it has to be Clive. And this is one typo in the book, but it was Cleave. <laughs> Cleave. Maybe it was Clave. Oh, Cle- oh. Clave. That's better. Sounds French. It could Hello, I'm Clave. Uh, well, I'm Clave. The other funny thing, like just like big things, is I thought for a while that they were on this like tropical island, but they're <laughs> on this island off the coast of like Seattle. They're in the Puget Sound. Right. Yeah. It's like not as fun. No. no. When they when she was like a romantic, beautiful island, I was like, uh Nevis, St. Bart. No. 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 No, no, no. no. Sandals. Sandals no. a sandals resort. Yeah. Okay, so this was my main first my main issue was that Becky should never have taken this babysitting job. It's insane that yeah, that's she didn't like so many things. She was like, wait, do I have time off? I never talked about that. And also, am I getting paid? Like she didn't know how much she was getting paid. Also, all she says She's like, oh, I, I promise I won't talk about – what's the kid's name? Devin? Devin. I won't tell anyone about Devin. And I was like, "What? why? What do you mean you don't – you promise not? Like she introduced the fact that it had to be a secret that they were there before she introduced the fact that there was a secret. Yeah. They did that a lot in the book. Yeah. They did that a lot. And then when she revealed like the reasoning that Mrs. whatever, that mother Nelson. told her – yeah, that – Mrs. Mother told her. Mrs. Mother. That Mi- Mrs. Mother said. Please. So she's, she's Mrs. Like, mother was my mother. <laughs> she's Call like, me Mrs. She's like, um, oh, the the reasoning that Mrs. Mother gave me was that it was a t- like totally normal story. Like there yeah, was a exactly. kidnapper. And I was like, what? what? Why are you taking this job? Don't. If someone says, listen, there was like a kidnapper that tried so to people, steal Devin. Yeah. People were calling and threatening to kidnap Devin like and hold him her for style. ransom. Yeah. Ah. Like, I, th- yeah, I thought it was like this big corp, like they were like big and corporate whatever mm-hmm. and had a lot of money and then these people were calling for a ransom. And that, like already, you don't take that job. That you puts you in danger. Yeah. No, absolutely. She she's is like, yeah, 17. Yeah. And then later she's like, oh, I realized now that she was telling me this story about her husband being crazy, 
suddenly I'm in danger. It's like, yeah, day one you were. You were always in danger. Day one. Also to kind of bounce off Kidnappers of Kidnappers what- are not safe. No, they're not. To build off of what you were saying when she's like, I don't know if I have time off. She was like, I don't know if I'm allowed to leave the house. I was like, what? Then why? Like, you you need to just run away. You need to take that baby and you need mm-hmm. to run away. There's something wrong with the mom, which, spoiler alert, there, there is. is. Yes, there <laughs> There's is. something very wrong with the mom. Yes. Um, I, I side with the mom a little. Becky's judgment I'll, from the get-go is terrible. Like, <laughs> she can't trust herself. Nothing makes sense. Nothing adds up. Like, when she meets Cleve, even she's like, he's weird, but, like, I'll let him prove it to me until he's weird, which is, like, a terrible way to go about trusting people. Yeah. But also she's like, this guy is so weird. And I was like, what has he done that's so weird? He hasn't done anything that weird. He's, like, asking her. He asks her. Right, he's like asking her like kind of like vague questions, yeah. right? Because he's like, "What is going on with the house?" But the, she does say that he's being very weird. I don't know. It's like he hasn't really done anything. I mean, like, he was all, like kind of spying on her a little. Was I, he well, the one she, whistling? Like, who that. was whistling? Yeah. Oh yeah. We what never find fuck? out who was whistling. Wait. We never that find never out who was got whistling. Addressed. And the fact that he was whistling what apparently Devin's dad whistles all, all the, time. the time. Wait. Oh, yeah. What? That got totally forgotten. Because, okay, guys, there's a scene where Mrs. Mother's like, you got to go outside because a washer uh, the- and dryer has arrived. <laughs> and we can't let anyone know that you're here or the- that Devin's here. So you yeah. go hide in the woods. And she's like, great. She's like, great. On it. She goes and hides in the woods. And then. With a baby. With a baby. And then she's like, um, yay, I'm going to like let you play in the mud because your mom doesn't let you do that. And then she hears someone wh- whistling and the baby's like, dada? And she's like, oh, what? The dad's here. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So then she gets the baby and she hides like in a river. And then she hides in a river. And then he leaves. And then she comes back and then she sees Cleve later, but he's not whistling and he's whittling. But so they're never like he was the one whistling because if he was whistling, why is he whistling the same song that dad whistles? I think uh, the trees were whispering or whistling <laughs> that. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's just something the editors were like, no one cares. We'll like, we'll drop uh, this. Little did they know. <laughs> yeah. oh, well. Little did they know 20 years later, yeah. we'll be on their asses. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. some storylines were a little dropped. I mean, none of these people were good at what they were doing. I don't think no. the writer was great at what she was doing. <laughs> like, if you're kidnapping a child, maybe don't, like, order oh. a washer and dryer to have delivered, you know. Yeah. I think you just... My big question is, why wasn't there already one there? And how long did she have to wash their clothes in a sink? I know. When she was like, <laughs> oh, it's so nice to have machines to wash the clothes. I was like... I was like, the fuck? You've been having, like, a washboard this whole time? <sighs> Also, here's the song. Have you guys ever heard the song that was being whistled, Gypsy Rover? I don't know if I've heard it. I don't think I have. I'm going to play it. I was just about to say. Whoa, the whistling Gypsy Rover by the Clancy Brothers. Are these white nationalists? Ooh. Let's see. Oh, God. Thanks. This is an ad. Hold on. Yeah, this had to be clear. This would terrify (laughs) me. When was this book sent? <laughs> is this like 
in Appalachia in the <laughs> like 1800s? 91. Mm. Did mm. it say when that song was written? That, I think that might that's have to be Cleve. Because has Cleve has never left the island. He only knows like folk songs. The dad yeah. was like this wealthy guy, right? right. No, He's Cleve a continental man. In Denver. Oh, wait, remember when Cleve at the, the end year. was like, by the way, I'm rich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I own this place. <laughs> He's like, uh, I guess I inherited it because my uncle uh, just died. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you could call me kind of rich. And I was like, what, what is your story that you were raised by two uncles? I know. I was like, who, that's what we should like, read. Sh- who oh. shared custody of you. <laughs> that's a crazy I, setup. I could not believe that she dropped that like he he says that and she's like oh that's why he was asking if I was raised by my aunt because like he was raised by two uncles who shared custody I was like no that's not why but it's such a teen point of view mm-hmm. to like all of that you know like yeah. it's so like it's not seeing the bigger picture it's just oversimplifying and being like how can I make it about me Ugh. and even when even the writer is writing in such a like that team perspective mm-hmm. when the mom's like he burned my prom dress as like the reason he was abusive it's like that can't be the reason no like in anyone's story Mm-mm. it also like he burned <laughs> he burned my prom dress and that's when i knew i had to take my son away this, <laughs> now did you notice that the flip of it is what really happened is that she burned his tux from prom which he but kept, he kept <laughs> in the home <laughs> this is something i did not think about <laughs> that just makes me like it's so teen. i just yeah but also how weird is it that like I read it and I went, yeah, you kept her promise. Yeah, I just was, I was just, I was just going. But yeah, I mean, it is a team thing where you'd be like, oh yeah, I mean, you'd keep that because it's, it's prom. I kept it for a while. But at Tux? Tux is they rented, didn't they? Yeah, you get it from Friar Tux. I think that's why. Yeah, you go to Friar Tux. Mm-hmm. Ugh, prom dresses are so much cooler now. They are a lot better. What these little gals are wearing a prom. I'm <laughs> what like, the like we were like floor length weird dresses. I just remember, too, like, imagining what I would look like in my prom dress and then getting it and wearing it and being like, oh, that's yeah. different. Me and my three best friends at the time didn't, like, talk about what we were wearing beforehand. But when I arrived to my friend Jill's house to take photos, um, they were all wearing, um, like, very light spaghetti strap pastels and... um all of them had their blonde hair up and updos. And I arrive with my brown long hair just straight and down and wearing like a strapless dark purple velvet gown. <laughs> and I was like, one of these things is not <laughs> like, like the other. Mother's ready one to go to these prom. <laughs> just doesn't belong. Um, Moody. <laughs> yeah, I wore like a. I remember for prom my senior year, I wore a dress that was. Oh, like, you went multiple years. Yeah, I went. Um, must have been really cool. I was. Oh, just cool to be asked, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I wore a. Uh, it was like a very ugly dress, but it was like one of those where it was like. The, remember, there was a time when like very ugly patterns were cool. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? Like, and chartreuse happening a lot. Yes. Yeah. So was it BCBG? <laughs> that was happening there. Like, no, I, just I think remember. it was happening there. And I remember I wanted to get my BC my shoes from BCBG. But this is the this is the I think I've shared this story on the show before. This was the uh, the Macy's incident with mother, where uh, yes, we went to Macy's. We found some shoes. They were BCBG. 
someone had stuck a $35 sticker on them. So my mom goes, oh, well, they're $35. Um, she like takes them to the counter um, and she's like, all right, $35. And the salesperson's like, I can't give these two for $35. They're not $35. My mom starts screaming about how the customer's always right. And <laughs> oh it's the God. principle of it all. And I was like, mom, I don't even want them. I'm just like, can we just go? So I storm off. She slaps me in the face in the middle of a Macy's. No. And then I start crying and then she just leaves. <laughs> it was awful. Oh my God. Yeah, it's not a fun story. No, no, no. But did you get the shoes? I didn't get the shoes. <laughs> I got but, different shoes. But the shoes, Kelly. I did not. I did not. I got different shoes. Um, And I mean, it was awful. I went with a guy that, remember how we were talking about where when you're in high school, the last thing you want is for somebody to know, to that, know you that you like, you like them. them, even if they like you back. Yeah. And have then, you had that feeling? I did you was have that consumed feeling? with that feeling. Yes. Which made me like a wall. Yeah. Like you could not talk to me in high school yeah. if you were a boy. <laughs> so I, I went with a guy that I was friends with and we like decided to go as friends, but I liked him mm-hmm. and he liked me and we just didn't dance together and didn't like it was awful. This we just is my didn't prom experience. Out. It was Horrible. That was my prom experience. What the fuck? Stop awful. stealing my life. Awful, 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 awful. Wow. That was exactly my prom experience. Crazy. And I just like was like, I'm cool with it. I'm such a cool girl. I'm so cool with it. <laughs> but like in my head, I was like, what the fuck? Why isn't he dancing with me? Yeah. Sucks. I barely remember the actual like dance part because mm-hmm. like the whole thing was yeah. like everyone did these crazy things after and I like just hated all my friends were with other people, and I was with this guy who was actually my friend's ex-boyfriend, but he, I was, like, the last person ever to be asked to prom. <laughs> so I was like, sure, like, I'll go with you because, like, you're my only date. And, like, we just also did not talk, and I, like, called my parents to pick me up. <laughs> I was like, get my ass home now. I need it here. What's weird is my prom date was also my best or, or really good friend's ex-boyfriend. What the fuck is wrong with What us? is wrong with teenagers? <laughs> it's really bad. Date outside your circle. I think also like just someone needed to tell me like it's okay to want things and to not want things. Like yes. it's okay to just to just have feelings. But yeah. instead I was like, no, I'm like supposed to like want to go to. I don't know. It was just very. There were some girls that were really good at that. Like what you just described. Yeah. And I was like. I just couldn't fathom that at that age. They were like yeah. cool, but I couldn't figure out why. Mm-hmm. I was like, they're so cool. My and it's literally just because they do what they want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they just assume that people will like them mm-hmm. and then yeah. they get liked. Yeah. Uh, my friend Jen had something like five boyfriends in the time what? that we were friends over three years, like five, six boyfriends. And it would be like two months at a time and then they'd stop dating and she'd see other people. But it would always be like there was another guy interested in her right away. What? Yeah. Lucky bitch. And she would meet them like at shows. It wasn't even all guys we oh, went like to school adult with. Life? Not adult life, oh. but like um, what do you mean shows? Underage shows. Oh, I wasn't a, going like, to those. That is very <laughs> cool. That's yeah. too cool for me. I was yeah. not going to those. I wasn't going to those. I was so only was going, going because she was going. But oh, she man. went first, and she like she just like met this guy. That was her prom date, and then that guy's friend was uh, my friend Jill's prom date, um, and then my prom date was Jen's ex boyfriend Dustin. Oh my god! And then it's so other Jen. So there's. Jen A, Jen B, and Jill. And so they, they all have J names and they're all blonde and they all wore pastel dresses without talking about <laughs> it. And uh, Jen A was going with Dan 
and Jill was going with Dan's best friend, Alan, and I was going with Dustin, who is Jen A's ex, and Jen B was going with a guy that she met online. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> who was Jen B's parents over eighteen lax. and in the military. Yeah. <laughs> we did not like Arthur at all. Oh, Art. Mm-hmm. Poor Art. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I and mean, then later surfing. I dated Alan. Do you remember? Naughty. You did. Nice girl. Mm-hmm. Do you remember <laughs> like like being a teenager and there was like always like an older dude that would hang out at like dances and whatever or like get togethers and you would just be like, that's a little weird. He's a lot older. But you never really thought about it until you were that guy's age and you were like, yeah. what? I actually didn't realize it until right now. <laughs> we hung out with these guys all through high school who like literally hated us and treated us like shit. <laughs> and then um, his old, one of these guys' older brothers who was like pretty mu- older than us. And like I was a very like whatever age I was, I was that age minus a couple of years at Me the too. time. And I just like I didn't think that much of it. But like. He also treated us like shit, which is really weird. It is weird. Like, he was not in high school. He was, like, an adult. Yeah. Oof. And I never say adult. I say adult. He was an adult, though. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference. There is a difference. You're an adult and you're an adult. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I remember one of my friends started dating an adult because she was <laughs> – so she was working at Aerobex. And, What's that? Oh, I'm sorry. She's not Aerobex. at Aerobex and dating an adult. <laughs> She's not working at Aerobex. She was working at – Jamba Juice? Is it Quiznos? The there, hot There subs. is such a thing as Quiznos, yes. Hot Bellies. Quiznos. No, I yeah, think it was Quiznos Quiz- girls. Oh. The, yeah, they go through it the goes little through the thing. thing. Okay, so she worked at Quiznos, which is terrible. Not great. And then the <laughs> manager was 35, I remember. I know. I know. Oh I know. Oh God, which I'm, I'm just like, so now thinking about that, as we are, you oh know, as we're living as we live, <laughs> can you imagine dating a high schooler? No! Well, the guy... Uh, who uh, uh, took the bloom off the rose, as it were, oh. was 31 and I was 22. Mm. And when I turned 31, I went, ew, what the fuck? Yeah. Fuck that guy. I mean, it was he already matured like, later, fuck though. that guy. He matured later in He life. definitely did. Probably still Men hasn't. Men mature later and than women. Like, he was dating a 19-year-old <laughs> after that and he had a like nine-year-old daughter and also, he. This is a psychosexual. Yeah, he girl. was like <laughs> not a good guy. He was gross. I don't know why I was seeing him. Self hatred. Let's I'm call sure. him on the show. Yeah. Hey, uh, Brian. You know what? We've got a caller on the line. <laughs> B Dog. Hey, Brian Stevenson, go fuck yourself. Oh my God. Nice. Full name. Yeah, full name. Decide if you want to bleep that later. No. Nope. <laughs> we will die on this hill. <laughs> I, when I was 22, I, da- I was, well, I was not dating him. I remember I was like in my, like, I'm a free woman whatever and so I was like I'm fucking this guy I'm not dating him which was very 22 year old me to say um and he was I remember he was 35 and Uh, yeah we were hooking uh, up and then I like walked by his like one of the rooms was like a little girl's room and I was like uh and he's like oh yeah I have a daughter and I was like uh oh oh man and I think she was like six or something so it was like he had been a dad for a while and like Mm -hmm. just it never came up until like the fourth time we had hooked up. He's like, wow. it's just so awkward because you're so close in age. It was weird. For <laughs> so me. I decided just, not to mention it. It's yeah. just so awkward because you guys hang out together. So I just. <laughs> you're her babysitter. Your mother's out there. <laughs> mother's out there. Can we oh, talk about. Segway. Tell me if I'm moving too fast. No, no, please. The dolls. <laughs> 
Hey guys, wanted to take a quick break from the show to talk to you about one of our sponsors, Quip. Brush your teeth, brush your teeth with a Quip on your teeth. Did I just rhyme teeth with teeth? Yes. Because I don't have time to come up with wonderful jingle jangles because right now I'm thinking about perfect gifts. And when you think about perfect gifts, you probably don't think of an electric toothbrush. But the Quip Electric Toothbrush is one of the most gift-guided gifts of the season, and here is why. It's perfect for everyone that's got themselves a mouth. And it's something that they're going to use twice every day. Why does this make a perfect gift? It's practical. It's a subscription. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Brush heads get delivered every three months, and you can prepay for their refills for a year. Travel, it makes their holiday travels healthy and less of a headache. Warranty, the gift that lasts a lifetime and is covered for life. Returns, love at their first brush. Extended returns, if not. Please note that extended returns are available for purchases made November 23rd to December 23rd. And price, this looks like a big ticket tech gift, but it's got a stocking stuffer price. So you can be a little cheapy McCheap cheap, but look like a baller McBall ball. Social proof. The most gift-guided gift of the season. And personal. There's a color to suit everyone on your lists. Four sleek metallic handles, two poppy plastics, a red brush that gives back, and statement-making black brush. And if you gift a quip, it shows that you're caring. You give the gift of a healthy smile. Better dental visits. They'll think of you every morning and night. Buy love from your loved ones. I love Quip because it's convenient. It comes right to my door. I don't have to think about replacing my brush heads. It works great. It's cute. It's a statement brush. It cleans my teeth and gums super clean. I'm super happy with it. All of those reasons are why I love Quip and why they have over 5,000 verified five-star reviews. And this thing is starting at just $25, boo-boo. If you go to getquip.com slash teencreeps right now, you get your first refill pack for free with the Quip electric toothbrush. But you don't have to tell your giftee that. That's your first refill pack free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash teen creeps. And now back to the show. Okay, we have to talk about the dolls. Okay. <laughs> we have to talk about the dolls. It's because crazy. <laughs> she, what an insane addition bro, to the story. She brought the dolls to plant the dolls as like an evil trick against Becky. Okay, here's a very quick rundown. Of, I need this of too. the plot just to... Um, get some context on the dolls. So it's not true that somebody is threatening to kidnap Devin. Uh, nor is later, it true. Nor is it true, as Mrs. Nelson tells uh, Becky later when Becky's like, none of this is adding up. She's like, okay, actually, I'm on the run from my husband who is like terribly abusive and jealous. And one time my mother shipped me some dolls from my childhood and he smashed them all to bits and that's when i knew i had to get out of there and becky's like okay i'll protect you no problem i'm a hero <laughs> yeah and then she, she goes she straight to hero out. zero to hero yeah she finds out that no mrs nelson kidnapped devin from her ex-husband and his new wife they were divorced eight years ago yes and skedaddled and she was the one who was abusive and and crazy and and so she kidnapped Devin, who's not her she's son. Like, who's not her son? Because she's like, I deserve him, not him. Also, that being said, uh huh, she has in her escape to this beautiful idyllic, this romantic island, romantic island in the Puget Sound, 
cl- cloudy, gloomy, chilly island. Well, remember, she's like, it's she's sunny. In her tan. She's like, it's sunny because it's foggy in Seattle, but it's sunny here. And I was like, what is this island? How are they not in Jamaica? <laughs> like, I was like, <laughs> just be in Jamaica was, already. All, that reveal that they're like in the Northeast. <laughs> Northwest, wherever they are, I'm like that, and they're whale watching. <laughs> like, oh my god, it was crazy when they were. Oh god. Also, okay. The other thing that they don't pick up is the fact that she just falls off of a boat. We have to talk about that. She <laughs> falls off a boat and then thinks she's gonna get eaten by a whale. It's like she's so stupid. Because <laughs> she, like, she's she, like, did he push he me? Lost it. And it's a comedic sketch. Like he turns around <laughs> to tell her something, and she's like, ah! and then just falls <laughs> over, like. As if she's like a two by four into the water. And it's like, I hope a whale doesn't eat me. She's like being dragged down by her clothes. And she's like, a whale's coming right now. But it's the boat and a life raft. Oh, God. And also, like, before that, she's like, wow, look at these creatures. They're so large and majestic. I mean, it wouldn't be so bad to be eaten by a whale. And I was like, Becky, what? I was like, you need to get off this boat. This is not good for you. Let me find that part because I I did actually think that Becky and Cleve were pretty funny together and certainly have more honest chemistry chemistry than at least 99% of the other books we read. Well, most of the guys are just like hot and kind of like a stalker. And yes. he is just a stalker. He's just he's a stalker. Just, he's also he hot, like. but he's also nice. Well, she's like, he's weird and gives me the creeps, but I guess I'll give him a chance. <laughs> <laughs> well, he really likes whales. And so when he was like getting lost in the whale facts, she was like, oh my God, <laughs> are we going to fuck on this boat? <laughs> she was such a like tween. She's like, you're weird. <laughs> and he's like, why? And she's like, because you are. She's like, you're like so, so weird. random. <laughs> it's like, where, what have you been smoking and can I have some? <laughs> and, he's, and he's just like, being, I don't know if you're nicely weird or weirdly oh nice. Oh, God, when she says that, she's yeah. like, nicely weird or weirdly nice. And then. I don't know what that means, Becky. Um, and also, he's just being so, like, you can tell he's like cinematizing himself. He's like, these whales, you know, they're. Um, it's been said that humans uh, often will throw each other off. You know, they'll kill each other if they don't like each I other. I often wonder why some yep. animals stay in family packs, Cleve said, looking thoughtful. Anthropologists argue that it isn't normal behavior, even for people. They say the older tribes of people traded children. Like if they were going on a trip and didn't want to take a baby, they'd trade for an older child. The Romans just dumped babies they didn't want and killed off inconvenient or tiresome relatives left and right. Family ties didn't mean much of anything. It's been said people probably didn't mate for life in a lot of cultures. And that might have been a good thing for the gene pool or something. So it surprises me to see animals stick together. Sometimes I think they're more advanced than we are. I'm that picturing has nothing to do what? with what that doesn't like about? reflect on the actual storyline. Like you th- <laughs> think it would. Like it yeah, really like, is oh, just a fact. Is this? Like, is it's this just like a meditation metaphor? on whales. Yeah. I'm just picturing it's, like, it's like, whales are so romantic because they like <laughs> Don't trade their young like the Romans did. <laughs> but I'm mentioning it's like super windy and she's like, what? What did you say? And he's like, I said, it's been said that. You're so <laughs> random. I do love whales and I do appreciate the time they spent on whales. And I do find it really interesting that whales like came from horses. Oh, we talked, about this. Interesting. we talked about yeah, this. We talked about this. Kelly knew this. That, uh, the, the way that whales evolved is they evolved from a hippo-like creature. So it's a hippo-like creature. And then some of the hippo, so first it was like fish. In the right? water. Fish beings. And then some of them came on land. And then they became mammals. 
And then some of those mammals went back in the water, but they were like, like lived in the water and lived on land like hippos. And then some of those stayed on land and became horses and then, and wolves and stuff. And then, <laughs> and wolves? Just all mammals. Just like horses and wolves. And like and, my dad. And like my dad. <laughs> 23 me says like, I'm who, part. Who like, I have I'm a lot part, of I'm part like, like horse wolves, hippo wolf. <laughs> and because I have a lot of problems with my hippo wolf dad, I like, I sleep with older men. <laughs> <laughs> I wish in this book. <laughs> I do wish. Um, you know what I wished? That Cleve was a, and I know we hated this in a different book, uh-huh. but I don't know why, but I wish he was like an undercover cop that was like older. Well, we could have <laughs> used that considering there's one sheriff in town and that sheriff was thrown from a cliff. <laughs> like, so broke his ankle. Did Mrs. Nelson push this sheriff off the cliff this to protect is, herself? Because that was another thing that they never yes. got back to. I think it's she implied did. that she did. Yeah. She's like army crawling across this <laughs> Yeah, she's like, oh, that's so funny. The only way she could have done it. <laughs> well, because fucking Cleve is do, is re- revisiting his photography hobby, so he's set up his camera, <laughs> he's like looking at whales, and she just like he's on a whale comes meditation. In on twinkle toes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And she's like, like, isn't it crazy how like whales don't dress their children up? <laughs> he's not paying attention, and then she just like literally is like boop, and the sheriff yeah. just falls to his almost death, but he's fine. He's fine. He like lands perfectly on one foot, and it shatters his ankle, and then he's like, ow, <laughs> and then just falls over. And then like she says he's in a coma. Oh my god. She gaslights. broke his ankle, and he's, he's in, in a coma, coma now. <laughs> and she's like, and everyone in town thinks that uh, Cleve is the one who did it. Anyway, you shouldn't have any friends, and you should only stay at the house. And she's like, wow, I don't know who to believe. By the way, I put the phone bill in your name. Okay, so I'm going to be out of the house for a while. Can we talk about the torture uh, method that is locking a phone in a room that you can't get into (laughs) and then it ringing for hours and hours every day? I can't believe Becky follows her rule to that extent where she's like, well, she doesn't want me to answer the phones or talk to anyone. So I guess I'll just let it happen. (laughs) Like, she hasn't seen any money. She hasn't talked to her parents. She's, like, writing them snail mail letters. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Is she... She agreed to not be in contact with her fucking parents? It's because she saved her little brother from a waiting pool, and she's paying (laughs) that instance forward towards this child. She she got, like, some kind of... We don't know how old Devin is, but no. 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 She's, like, one... Devin... Varies in age. Sometimes yeah. he's one and sometimes he's 19. Yes. <laughs> sometimes he's like, my dad is around. <laughs> and then sometimes he's like, am I being breastfed? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. She's yeah. like the baby. And it's like, is he three or a baby? I couldn't tell because he could talk. He was one. Because oh. she says also, he's going to be two next summer. I took issue end. with Becky kind of mom shaming the mom before we knew she wasn't the mom. Yeah. It's kind of like layoff. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, she is depending very heavily on a 17-year-old. <laughs> yeah. She's like, mm, parenting. Can you instead <laughs> of me? Okay. Fair point. Fair point. <laughs> I did. So like, why? But then she also, like, forgives her. She's like, I don't know. Rich people do that. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Make up your mind. Hey guys, wanted to take a quick break from the show to talk to you about one of our sponsors, Lending Club. No matter who you are, no matter what you're doing, there's always one thing that's sticking in the back of your mind, and that is debt. If you're carrying revolving debt, that means you're not paying off your card every month, and you could be paying thousands in interest every year that you don't have to. And nothing feels better than getting your biz in order and paying off your debt. 
With Lending Club, you can consolidate your debt or pay off credit cards with one fixed monthly payment. Since 2007, Lending Club has helped millions of people regain control of their finances with affordable, fixed-rate personal loans. You know what that means? No trips to a bank, no high-interest credit cards, just a really easy process to get your affairs in order. Just go to LendingClub.com, tell them about yourself and how much you want to borrow, pick the terms that are right for you, and if you're approved, your loan is automatically deposited into your bank account in as little as a few days. Lending Club is the number one peer-to-peer lending platform with over $35 billion in loans issued. So how do we get you guys on board with this? Simple. Go to LendingClub.com slash teencreeps. Check your rate in minutes and borrow up to $40,000. That's LendingClub.com slash teencreeps. LendingClub.com slash teencreeps. L-E-N-D-I-N-G-C-L-U-B dot com slash teencreeps. All loans made by WebBank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. And now back to the show. Oh, I wanted to read, read the, the whale yeah. thing. Where'd it go? Okay. So before she falls off the boat, yeah, she just like has some random thoughts about whales. Mm-hmm. Killer whales, Becky thought. Would it be such a bad way to die, swallowed by a whale? It would be an innocent death, not like murder at all. If a whale swallowed me, it would be because I was food, not because he wanted me to die. And she goes, why am I thinking about death? Because of killer whales and falling sheriffs? Or because I'm on the ocean and I'm afraid of it? falling sheriffs. (laughs) There's two options and it's like neither. It's like you're just a little wild. You know, sometimes things pop into a person's head and you don't know why. But then she does fall off the boat and she says, out of the corner of her eye, she saw a whale coming toward her, mouth open. And despite what she thought earlier, (laughs) being eaten by a whale seemed very personal. (laughs) Like Becky's funny. No, Becky was she's funny. weird, but she's funny. Uh, you saying that I get the humor, but then I was like, Becky's dumb as trash. <laughs> no, like, also like the image the of a whale to her being dumb as trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whale swimming towards her just with its mouth open, like, <laughs> and her being like, oh no. Um, she, you reading it with that inflection makes her funny. I will say that there were times when she's trying to be funny, and it's like her little inner narrative, and uh-huh. I was like, Becky. You don't have to do this. So she was like, so it's when she, oh God. Okay. She's pretty bad at thinking on her feet. For sure. So, <laughs> so Cleve is like hanging out with her in the yard and he's like, what's that? And she's like, the baby. And he's like, what? And she's like, what? And then <laughs> and then he like points and she's like, oh, oh my the God. bear. I actually loved this scene. Really? <laughs> yes. When she's like, oh, it's um a teddy bear. It's mine. And it's named Franklin and that's the name of the dad and I was like don't do this and he's like huh okay, okay that was admittedly dumb but at the time like, I was reading it yeah <laughs> when I read that I forgot that the dad's name was Franklin and so I just thought she made up a name so then she's like Franklin and it's the dad's name and then she goes so uh he uh, Cleve nodded me too he said softly he rambled a little I think he's still on pain pills but he sounded okay talking about the sheriff he <laughs> yeah, grinned I was again like, what And don't think I didn't notice your change of subject. I think it's kind of sweet that you brought your teddy bear. Becky punched him on the arm. (laughs) You, you leave my teddy bear out of this, she ordered. If you tease me, I swear I'll tell him to beat you up. He's pretty ferocious. So I'd better watch out for Franklin, huh? You and me both, Becky thought. Only she wasn't watching out for a teddy bear, Franklin. She was watching out for the real deal. (laughs) I was like, Becky. Wait. She's so awkward. What? What? That is not what my book says. Wait, really? Wait, really? What so I have an updated at? version then. What does wait, your book say? So, okay, read read that. Wait, okay, maybe I'm so wrong. So Becky punched him on the arm. 
Okay. Becky punched him on the arm. You leave my teddy bear out of this. Uh-huh. She ordered, if you tease me, I swear I'll tell him to beat you up. He's pretty ferocious. Right. So I so better, better watch out, out for, for Franklin, Franklin huh? huh? I don't know. Let's just read it yeah. all together, all okay. three of us. What page are you on? <laughs> on 88. I'm so curious. <sighs> I'll find you guys. So so I better watch okay. out oh. for Franklin, huh? I don't know, I don't know about, about you, you, Becky thought, but, but I'm, I'm going to watch out for Franklin, Franklin and, and I, I don't, don't mean the teddy bear. bear. She says that out loud? Oh, she no, thinks it. She thinks it. Oh, man. But that's different than that yours. Different. And it's not and as insane and dumb. And why? Right? No. I mean, yeah. Yours sounds worse. No, it's very like she's making a cute old joke to herself. Wait, read yours again? You and me both, Becky thought. Only she wasn't watching out for a teddy bear, Franklin. She was watching out for the real deal. That is so much worse than our version. So yours is updated and they made it worse? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. To me, I thought she was being really funny. No. She's there's like a couple times when she's not she's very so not funny. Fucking weird. I never found her funny. If that's I okay. found her funny, I guess I was just reading it like she was me. I'm so very funny. Wait, can I? Re- wait, this is one of my favorite lines that actually I wrote. Haha, in the <laughs> chapter seventeen. Becky just found out that Mrs. Nelson was using her name like oh, as an shit, I forgot about that. So Becky goes, "You've been using my name," Becky. Becky said. <laughs> You've been going through my things, Mrs. Nelson said icily. Like, and then Becky's like, it was an accident. As if, like, the going through your things is worse than you stealing my identity. No, I know. Crazy. You stole my identity and rented this house under my name and bought a washer and dryer under my name. Also, when she buys, okay, so when she finds the things, the, the, she finds out that her identity has been stolen by Mrs. Mother. She, sees that there's 40-something thousand dollars in her account. Yeah, that's crazy. Fucking run. Just go get your ass to the bank, pull all that money out, yeah. and run away. Like, you don't need any part but of this. But she literally does the opposite. Yes. She's like, I'll stay. I'll believe the next lie you tell me. Yeah. yeah. And I still won't put in writing how much you owe me for this babysitting <laughs> job. She never, we still have not agreed on an amount. Because this could be a great opportunity for her to be like, while you're here... Like, why don't we just talk about, like, just what what am I getting paid exactly? Yeah. <laughs> what are the hours? What are my nights off? Yeah. Wait, it's so, crazy. You know what we never talked about? What? The whole, like, it kind of starts with this and ends with this. Jason and Sarah, I think, her yeah. best friend. Like, oh, yeah. Which is, like, the whole genesis of her trust issues. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was guessing because the whole time, obviously, it's, like, Nothing is right. So it's like, oh, maybe um, Becky killed Jason and Sarah. Holy shit. And Mrs. Nelson is actually her mom. And Devin is actually her little brother. And she has isolated Becky there and is hiding her from the police. Nice. That's that would have been amazing. Yeah. Thank See, I, w- I was also <laughs> hoping for like a – like nothing is what she thinks it is sort of thing. Yeah. Like, li- like literally – because – the fact that she's on... Yeah, I thought maybe she was delusional. You know what it is? It's like a Shutter Island kind of thing. I was like, oh, yeah. she's like trapped on this island. And yeah. like maybe there's like, it's actually like, this is her doctor. And like, that's what I was thinking. That would have been amazing. And I, and I was like, oh, and if there was an even cooler twist, and I knew it wasn't going to be this, but I was like, that'd be cool. Devin is actually her kid with Jason. <gasps> and she killed Jason yes. and Sarah. Yes, 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 yes. the kid is Jason and Sarah's. And she actually doesn't she's remember. She's She's not 17. She's like in her 20s. But she's reverted 
to when she and Jason were dating. Anyway, I was making up you a know whole what? second. You know, you know what, you know what makes that really good? So she only ever talks to Mrs. Mother uh-huh. when she's in the living room, which has a full length mirror. We don't. Yeah. We just plant the seed about the full length mirror. Turns out she actually is the age of Mrs. Mother, but she thinks she's a teenager. Oh. She's just been talking to herself in the mirror. <gasps> she is Mrs. She Mother. She is Mrs. Mother. She stole I the just baby. Got the chills. Yeah. Ooh. Cleve doesn't exist. Cleve is Jason. She's Cleve remembering Jason. how she and Jason first were. These are just memories. She's just walking around in the woods talking to fucking nobody. Yep. This makes it really good. What a good book. <laughs> and, and the whales book. are a metaphor for her <laughs> impending the realization. She yeah. yes. <laughs> She's about to be swallowed by her mind. Yes. Ugh. Yes, yes, yes. That would be an amazing book. <laughs> I am so curious about what other shitty updates happened on the condol. Yeah, well, let That's me so baffling. Let me because look at I the really things did, I took pictures of. I was reading everything in my head as though she was being funny. Well, the thing that I was laughing about was like all of her expertise about babies. Um, in this book, she's like, everybody knows that babies have their uh uh, learning development happened mostly yeah. at like um, this age, and oh, um, yeah, there was some. Of yeah, that. so she she like goes off on that for a while. Um, she goes, he knows something's wrong. Becky whispered, "Babies always do." Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> babies like, always. She do. had one expertise, and it was babies. <laughs> <laughs> yep she she really knew a lot about babies. She also bought. I just thought this was a funny detail. Um, she buys a bunch of presents. At the wharf or whatever, so yes. she buys T-shirts for her brothers and a pair of graceful whale whale oh, earrings yeah. for her mother. I remember I was like, being what like, the "Fuck, your mom's not gonna like those, babe." I was like, "Those are ugly as fuck," and they're definitely like shrinky dinks. Like someone like yeah. drew them in and then microwave them. Yeah. Like your mom is gonna be pissed you brought these. Yeah. I was picturing them as like little whales with a bunch of like little blue jewels in them, uh. and her going. Jewels are expensive. These are elegant. Yeah, she's like, oh, these are so great. <laughs> I feel so like elegant. She she probably heard the word graceful from like the woman selling them, who was like, oh, well, this is a really nice graceful pair. Yeah. And she's like, graceful. These will be. Great I'll take me. four. <laughs> I'll take four. Oh, also, did you enjoy like four graceful whale earrings? <laughs> since you loved Cleve so much, I did. Did you enjoy when they I fought over that together. chunk of bread? Yes, I you, did. I hated that. I honestly did. did. Gonna vomit. I, I, I think that. I have been trained to expect so little from relationships in these books that I was like, there's genuine chemistry here. No, he, okay, first of all, they fought too much about that piece of bread. It was like trash bread. It, it was, was longer than an explanation for the mystery of the yeah. story. Yeah. Was, I was just reading this as being far more charming than either of It you was are. a full chapter on this bread. So he's like, let me buy you some chowder and she's like what a date so they like eat this chowder uh, and, uh, I had bookmarked it, so it was okay. like somewhere in here Oh, Becky grabbed her windbreaker and they headed towards the steep and winding path down the hill from Josephina's that's where she had her iced tea they <sighs> stopped first at the boatyard where Cleve pointed out his own sailboat the small neat craft painted white with black trim the next time you'll come we'll take a moonlit sail he promised and if there's no wind I happen to have a motor too. God, no I wonder you hated Cleve if this is how he sounded in your head. <laughs> it's the best kind of sailboat. One that doesn't get stalled if there's no wind. Or maybe we'll do something else, Becky thought. They <laughs> oh, wandered God. through town, Cleve <laughs> pointing out the historic buildings and the different shops. They did some late shopping, walked along the shore, and stopped at one of the little seaside restaurants that was set up almost as far up the hill as Josephina's. They ordered <laughs> bowls of chowder and argued good-naturedly about the last piece of crusty bread that had come with it. You had three chunks and I only had two. Cleve said, since you have more, I should get the last one. 
Becky shook her head. No wonder you hated this. (laughs) Wrong. You live here. So you get more bread anytime you want. And besides, I'm the guest and you're the host. And the host is always supposed to give in to the guest. That's polite. I hate her. (laughs) Finally, grumbling, Cleve split the bread in two, offering one piece to Becky. His eyes had a mischievous look. Put both pieces on the table, Becky demanded. I get to choose the one I want. What? That's not fair. Of course it is, Becky told him. One person divides. The other gets first choice. This is so long. Well, you started way earlier in this passage. What good does it do me to cut myself a big half? Cleve asked, reluctantly producing the other piece of bread. Becky pounced on it. None, she said, (laughs) biting into it quickly. That's the whole point. Crime doesn't pay. And then Cleve's like, oh, fuck. And then just shuts down. And she's like, ugh. And then she throws a wad of something on the table, runs away. <laughs> Turns out it's a pacifier <laughs> wrapped in a napkin. It's a pacifier but she's like, wrapped in a napkin. She thinks it's cash. And she doesn't doubt it's cash until she realizes later that it was 100% a pacifier. Mm-hmm. Which, which is like, you don't have that discrepancy. She wraps her money in napkins? Right. <laughs> She was like, ah, it was the closest paper-like feeling thing that I've ever felt. And I was like... <laughs> that I've ever felt? I was just like... If I was the waiter watching that interaction, <laughs> I would just be like, we're closing. Please pay up. Because we're this closed. is disgusting. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is that this is the greatest love story ever told. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like we're reading wildly different books <laughs> where exactly the same words were used. <laughs> The the bread chunk thing, I I didn't need it. I just I thought it was cute. Also, he she's like, you can get it whenever you want. It's like, no, he lives on an island. They mm-hmm. have like limited resources. <laughs> you live in Seattle, you can get bread whenever you want it. They probably have like three loaves they share among the islanders. <laughs> like it's really not fair for her to say that. He like, should have been like all you're living a big city in girl. one of those books where it's like a child gets lost from uh humanity and they have to like rate like julie of the wolves or island of the blue, island dolphins. Of blue dolphins yes <laughs> they're all just figuring out the woods together and they have no <laughs> they all actual happened. like supplies coming from the mainland they all individually happen to be left behind by their like yes. respective tribes and they're like oh what do we do i guess we form a new society we'll make three loaves of bread and wow. we'll share them can you imagine all the bread they have in seattle <laughs> she did have to walk through the woods at night by yourself which like that's a like i'll just stay home like she was like she was like like, it's only two miles and i was like don't do this like she's like it's only two miles and it's at night and i have a flashlight i was like you don't know the train also it was like 7 p.m when she set out and she was like so i did some late night shopping i was like bullshit stores are gonna close at eight you're on an island this is some fucking catalina island shit this like everything is fucking closed at 5 30 also the fact that she's traipsing around in the woods after dark two miles in the dark while mrs mother is like rampaging around in the woods nearby like spying on her and shit i'm like don't be in the woods this is not a safe place for you she has bad she judgment. She has very bad like, judgment. And for Mrs. Mother to be like, I want you of all people. Oh, wait. The mother was like, and I got your name from a friend. Yeah, that was and the mother crazy. had this network of friends that we never really figured out what that was. That was some oh, Illuminati yeah. shit. And I, that made like a little kernel of sense when, when it was supposed to be that she was running from her husband. Right. So then... How the fuck did she get Becky's name if that wasn't the case? She Becky said it was from a teacher. Becky didn't answer an ad. 
She said it was from a teacher. Did she just like break into a school and find a I'm file? I'm sure it was the worst grade. <laughs> and no She's common dumb sense. enough to believe me. <laughs> yeah. um, speaking of dumb. Put gas bills in her name. I There was something that I was like, I cannot believe this is happening. So at the very end, Mrs. Mother is like, I'm leaving. First, she's like, I'm going to attack you with this like stick I found. And then she fights her off. And then Mrs. Mother's like, I'm going to climb down off of this cliff and I'm going to get on this boat that's waiting for me. Mm -hmm. And then I know that she's recently been like poisoned with gas. Becky, and hit on the head twice. And hit on the head twice. But the fact that she's just like, you know, she I'll heal from this. She won't. I'll let her go. I was like, no, no, no. That was straight up crazy. That was truly crazy. I was like, you have to, like, you should stop Becky. this. This is very bad. Becky. She's a attempted murderer. She goes, She's wait, let me find, find you it. Again. She will find you and she will find oh, Devin she will again. Find Devin. Again, for Do you sure. not want to protect Devin? Keep her there. She was like, so the reason she didn't decide to like keep her and get her arrested, she's just like, well, can you, can anyone rescue someone from themselves? <laughs> That's a straight up quote. She was just like, she's going to have to live with herself. It's like, no, this woman's insane. Yeah. Like, we need to put her behind bars. She, she almost blew you. There's almost two homicides. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you and the dad, which, I mean, we'll see on the chemistry, but you and the dad right now almost blown to bits in this house. Meanwhile, she's just, who is the person in the boat that's helping her? Who is that? Yeah. That's some dark shit that I want answered. <laughs> I want to know about her network. No. I want to know about her like dark web network mm -hmm. of like. It's her and a bunch of other divorced wives. <laughs> <laughs> divorced wives club. Yeah. This is actually the sequel to First Wives Club. Mm. It's called Divorce Wives Club and they're all crazy and try to kill. <laughs> try to steal the children. And then the the payment for this was only $5,000, which in 1991, I'm sure that's a lot of money. But like you saw how much money this woman had. She had yeah. 42000 She let her go. And that's in 1991 money. Yeah, she should have like 10 grand at least. I could not believe that that was the paltry sum that she was going to pay her. Mm -hmm. I was disgusted for everything. I mean, she should have just paid her everything. And then the fact that she signed Becky's name <laughs> on the check to Becky. Like she can cash that? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I guess. Can she? I mean, she I guess should, she can. Well, just like go to the bank and make a withdrawal. Yeah. No one is I stopping you. I could see Becky being like, here's my check. I know you probably think it's weird. Let me tell you the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it all started when I didn't answer an ad and a woman randomly called me up and asked if I would watch her kid because she was on the run because someone was trying to kidnap him. And I thought, what a perfect opportunity to work on my tan. The f it is. They're like, please just take the money. Yeah, They're take like, the money you know, and go. Don't come back. We're closing. Go. We don't want to hear the story. But it's 3 p.m. Yeah. The. Banks close at 3 p.m. now. Well, first, <laughs> let me tell you about a, an amusing story about a, a chunk of sourdough. No, <laughs> so her and Cleve, like, definitely kind of fuck yeah. at the end. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, he's at least for sure going to be fucking her at that dad's house. Sequel, does dad get involved? Yeah, she's mm. like, it's okay all this happened. I got a job for next year. <laughs> I know. <laughs> da -na -na -na. She's like, he's Freeze. very rich. His house has a pool. I'll just be living there, and I only have to work 12 hours a day or whatever. It was. <laughs> right? It's like, oh, you have normal work hours. You don't have like draconian, like English <laughs> Dickensian <laughs> shit. Yeah, workhouse. Um, uh, but also, it's like super nice of him because she like is brain damaged now. 
That's true. She inhaled a She's lot of that literally gas. brain damage. Does that, like, I've left my stove on and we were all fine. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Here's well, it depends how long it had been. Yeah, which I they don't say. You do all the, all, every single one of the burners, right? And then she was bonked. So she so was she like probably laying there. The knobs? Yeah. That was, that's fucked up. Good that's, thinking, Mrs. Mother. I was Mother. actually like, cool. Like, I think yeah, that was, if she's bad, make her bad. And yeah. that yeah. was good. That was Mrs. Mother's best move. Because her was. other it moves was the are. the thing she ever did. Very bad. <laughs> Especially since at the end, it's like, so she had the presence of mind to turn on all of the burners, take the knobs, and and then when Becky finds her later, she's sitting in the woods with dirt on her face, holding <laughs> one of the dolls and singing a lullaby to it. Okay, and he's the like, doll, what? Yeah, the doll thing. So here's oh, yeah, the thing. we didn't get fully into the doll so thing. So she brought her childhood dolls. Because they weren't smashed because she's crazy. She brought them with her, kept them in the house, only to then destroy them and like leave them in Becky's room on the front door and put one in a hat box. And just, like, break them up and slash at them. Like, destroy them. With a knife. There's The one that she (laughs) puts in Becky's room, she, like, threw through the outside window to get into Becky's room. Well, that's what Becky assumes, but that may not be what happened. Yeah, it may not be. Yeah, I think Becky's making a lot of assumptions. Yeah, she's like, how can I explain this away? (laughs) When Becky... Like, literally, so she finds this fucked up doll in her room. It's, like, one of those, like, porcelain, like... Creepy Victorian creepy, dolls. Creepy Victorian yeah. porcelain dolls. It's been, like, slashed with, like, a knife or something. Yeah, so, like, in any other book, this doll would be evil. Yes. She finds it in her room and literally says the line, Huh, am I in danger? I was like, <laughs> yes, 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 somebody was in your Becky, fucking room. You need to you've leave. You've been in danger from day one. Even with the story you were fed, that was danger. Yeah, that's the best part. <laughs> it's like you you had the clues not to sign up for this. Yeah, you, the story you were told was that you were hiding a child from a kidnapper. There's no way that a 17-year-old should be in, involved. I really like that one of Cleve's questions is... Like one of his like sneakily trying to get info from Becky is, so you're um you're how old? I know. She's like, like you're oh, 17. seventeen. She's like how old are you? Eighteen. Yeah. So 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 um. He's like I just turned eighteen. So I just like turned 18. if you're seventeen's a great age. Uh, interesting. Like if you were to, like it's not legal for a seventeen year old to enter a contract because you're not um, so you're still a minor. So like, if you went into a contract, like it wouldn't be legally binding. She's like. I guess not. <laughs> so weird that you're asking me. This. I know. And also, he's like, ah. She's like, you asked the straight. You're so random. This is why I thought he was an undercover cop that was older. Because he's yeah. like, ah, when I was 17, I was living in Denver. I was like, what year was that? Because <laughs> he's like, ah, the old days yeah, when I was 17. Yeah, he said he was 18. And then the very next sentence, it sounded like he had to have been minimum 30. Yeah, because he was like. Like oh. he lived a decade somewhere else. Exactly. Yeah. Because Oh, cause, that's my last decade. Because he was like, oh, you know, I, uh. When I was 17, I lived in Denver. I had lived there for six years, actually. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then he's like, I mean, you know, I went to school there earlier before I was 17. The only school here is an elementary school. Anyway, I have two uncles and they share custody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, I just sued for <laughs> divorce from my... And then at the end, he's like, actually, one of my uncles died. And it's like, well, it's not like you fed me a normal story and are now admitting to a weirder one. You fed me a weird story and then are admitting that that wasn't even the truth. Also, Neither version makes any sense. He needs to teach her how to swim. He needs never, to teach her how to, how to swim. I never understand that. Our 
I so, think, can you guys both swim? Mm-hmm. Yes, I. Are I was there a junior actually, lifeguard. <laughs> oh, I'm impressed. <laughs> are there actually people who reach their teenage years who can't swim? Yes. I think so. I or think they think they can't. Yeah, well, then they deserve to die. Is no. all I'm saying. <laughs> no, it's usually uh, lower income people that don't have access to. Why are you going to make me look like a monster after <laughs> I make a joke? But here's the thing: this girl is not, and. And she, one of her, like, laurels is that she saved her brother from drowning. Yeah. So if that's, like, something you're bragging about, you have to know how to swim. You have to. You have to. She also keeps making the point that, like, well, it was from a wading pool. I've, if it was a real pool, I never could have done it. And I'm, and I was also like, why do you keep bringing this up? Though? I know. Why do you keep it, bringing up the fact? Off. It, no, I it didn't pay off. I thought she was going to be swimming to Seattle from the island <laughs> because of the way that she was like, I could never survive time in the water. And then she was like, like she fell off the boat out. in her own accord no. and was rescued very easily. Here's the thing that bugged me. So she's like, I don't know how to swim, right? And she's like, I thought back to a swimming class when my coach told me to take off my pants and blow them up with air so that I could float in a device. Like that coach is like, not okay. What class are you taking that teaches you that but not how to swim? Because also, I've, like, I remembered how like the whole class had just left and it was just me in the locker room and my coach was telling me that I could. Yeah, just see, that's a story that I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. I but and, and that's the thing too. Like we, so um, I like had to do a lot of swimming stuff when I was younger because my mom was like really scared that I wouldn't be a good swimmer so I had to like learn a lot of swimming stuff and the thing where you learn how to like blow up your clothes so that you don't drown is like after you already are very good at swimming like it does seem like that should come first well like imagine you do not know how to swim they're like okay cool just like take off your pants in water and hope you don't fall like under the top of the water like you have to be a good treading water person Mm. To be able to like take mm-hmm. off your pants because otherwise oh, you're okay. just gonna go I down. See what you're saying, and then just be like, well, now Here I'm I underwater <laughs> and I don't know how to get back up. I've never heard this like blow up your clothes for yeah. I mean, I was a flotation device. Thing. Yeah, one of our test things that we had to do is we had to wear like um like full clothes over Were you, like, our an sunsets? ocean lifeguard. We had to do junior lifeguards for the ocean crazy but i didn't mm. i wasn't ever a lifeguard lifeguard uh-huh. i stopped doing it when i was like you never ran on the beach in slow motion we did run on the beach but i was <laughs> well, she did but very it wasn't ugly part of the 13. job <laughs> so it was very bad it's like i don't want to be rescued by this tween <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah but it was like i was we had to do like buoy swims and like like a lot of it was more like a learning thing like yeah, an internship and, yeah i mean like you learn how to like Basically, like, you learn how to get out of um, a rip current and you learn, like, you just learn how to be a strong, confident swimmer in the ocean and you learn different types of sports. Just learn how to be a strong, sports. confident lady swimmer. Yeah. I okay, like brag. what she yeah, wants and, then, and, and then goes you, after it. You bloom into a <laughs> strong, a, confident a woman. woman swimmer. Um, but You know, when you go from being a lady to a woman. When you use your boobs as buoys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're lucky. That never happened to me. <laughs> um, but I did, uh, and I, I definitely have shared this on the show before, but this is like one of my, if, if I have to tell an embarrassing story, I always tell this one. And it's where we, so the first part of the day was like drills. And then the second part was like, you got to chill and like, just like do whatever. Um, and so we would get these paddle boards and um, paddle out past the break and just like Bob um, 
up and down and just like talk and I get very motion sick. And um, so we're like bobbing and bobbing and I was like, oh fuck, I feel really sick. So I swim back up to the shore and I get back to where all our stuff is and I'm just like sitting on a boogie board and then I was just like, uh oh, and I puke in the sand and then I bury it and I'm just like, uh, I don't know, no. no one will notice. My friend comes back and sits and digs her feet into the sand. And she's like, oh, God, someone buried some cheese here. And I was like, yeah, they did. That's oh weird. And then I just never buried some cheese. <laughs> Why was that her assumption? She's like, ew, somebody left some stray beach cheese here and buried it. Beach cheese is what we call barf. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what surfers call SoCal, baby. <laughs> um, that's SoCal life. Oh, so I just like cheese. didn't. I was just like, yeah, that's weird. And I was like, anyway, um, I'm going to go get some ice cream. And you I just like, like left. don't touch that. <laughs> I do remember that. I was story just like, now. you know what? You live your life. Um, but that's nasty. I got to go. And wow. just like never to this day. I don't think she knows. She You're like stepped in my Katrina. Head puked in the <laughs> she was saying that her stomach was hurting i don't know I'm, you'd connect the dots i gotta go <laughs> my embarrassing swim anecdote that i've probably also told is uh just that i joined the swim team just to be around my friends because they joined the swim team nice. and i went to every practice but i never competed oh i sorry. just went to the games and so, wore my little san diego high swim team <laughs> so did you like do the drills and stuff yeah and you just didn't compete. Yeah. And uh, the coach was totally fine with this because I was terrible. Oh, it, it it was your choice. It wasn't like your. It was my choice. Okay. I was like, I don't want to compete. And she was like, great. Oh, that, that works out great. for both of us. Best of both I just want to be around my friends and in a pool. That's fun. Jen, Jen, and Jill and me, Lindsay. I don't swim <laughs> and I don't wear pastel and I'm not blonde and my name doesn't start with a J. <laughs> I'm Lindsay. Wow. Um. Yeah. I. So that part I was like. I don't know what instance she's learning this this survivalism from, but it definitely sounds like it was just a guy teaching her this. Yeah. She uh, seems to be attracted to just random guys telling her shit. Yes. She I like, know when, I would have been as a teen. Okay, when he's on the boat and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm lecturing. She's like, no, go on. I was like, no, don't. <laughs> It's like this is the longest I've heard anyone lecture the since whale. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's more whale facts. I thought they were fish. <laughs> They're not. Oh God! And, and we do get their horses. At least in here, I don't know if in sea your horses, seahorses. <laughs> in the Kindle version, I don't know if your guys's version has this. There is a part where he like starts kind of teaching about whales a bunch, and she's like, mm, "Hold up." I know they're mammals. Do you? Maybe. I There's took, a part where she kind of I does that. A little, um, Maybe I said that because I remembered it, but she's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I took the uh, the bookmark off of that passage so that I wouldn't try to talk about it again. Um, but probably. Yeah. I think okay. she says that. Cool. The whole thing was like. The moral of the story was really dark. It was kind yeah. of like nihilistic, like, well, I can't do anything about that. And I don't know if I can ever trust again because Jason and my best friend screwed me over. But I guess I'll try with this random townie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, rich. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, you know what? I mean, there is no deserve. There is no should. There's just what is. And I guess I'm just going to go work at this like dad's house and <laughs> I'll invite um, the townie to come with me. And he's never been off the island. So that's going to be weird. Um, and all I can hope for is that the dad teaches me more whale facts. <laughs> She's like, yeah, but what do you know about whales? <laughs> whales. whales. <laughs> I say whales. <laughs> whales. 
I read in a book, and it turns out it's spelled with a W and an H. <laughs> I've never heard it said out loud. Um, so <laughs> those are the notes that I pretty much have on this. I um, Are there any thoughts that you were like, this we must discuss? Um, I will say, so I did think that Becky was funny. I think I was reading her um, inner monologue a lot differently it's like less annoying than you were yeah because well and because it's very funny too even if you do think she's being dumb and i mean it's an insane move to be like this is probably money and like throw it down on the table i'm just gonna uh read the part where she realizes that she threw a pacifier down the second she felt the wad she knew something was peculiar so cleave has given it back to her and he's like <laughs> kind of like in a uh your money's no good here <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> She's like, okay, thanks, I guess, not realizing that uh, he opened it and was like, uh, that's a pacifier. The second she felt the wad, she knew something was peculiar. I don't remember putting any money in a rubber band, she thought, pulling it out. Her face burned and she dropped the napkin, wrap, the napkin wrapped wad on her bed, Ew. not knowing whether to it's laugh disgusting. or cry. I can't believe I did that, she thought, pulling the rubber band off the napkin Cleve had rewrapped the parcel carefully, making it look undisturbed. But he saw what it was, Becky thought. He wouldn't have sounded so amused if he hadn't looked. She remembered Devin dropping it on the floor at dinner the other night, remembered picking it up and idly folding it in a napkin so he wouldn't see it and want it back. She even remembered wrapping a rubber band around it. She did not remember putting it in her purse. She knew perfectly well that Devin had put it there. I can't believe I tried to pay for dinner. With a pacifier, she thought, <laughs> covering her face with her hands. Cleve must think I'm the strangest person he's ever run across. He must think I'm, like, so random. Whereas I think that, like, you guys were probably reading it, like, <laughs> she did not remember putting it in her purse. <laughs> she knew perfectly well that Devin well, had put it there. even as you read it, I was like, she's an idiot. And like, <laughs> well, I mean, it's insane to just, that whole moment is insane where just because he start, stops talking for a second, she goes, she you're jumped. being weird. And yeah, she, like, she literally runs away. fucking runs away. When, like, literally she could just like, be like, hey, what's up? I'll pay for this. Pacifier. Run. Like, she a normal has some per- issues. Like, a normal person would be like, oh, are you okay? But instead she's like, fine. Uh, I don't, I'll pay my own way. And then throws the pacifier on the table. But when she realizes it's a pacifier, I don't know. I thought that was kind of funny. No, I liked when she realized it because I liked that she was embarrassed. And so I thought that was relatable. And I did like this book overall. Um, I just like there were a <laughs> lot please, of things again, that I was no, like. Our standards are low at this point. Yeah. Um, I did like this book. But uh, it was it was very fun to read yeah, for me. It Good. felt like I, I was texting Lindsay about this. Like I felt like I was on vacation, like doing a beach read, just like reading this dumb book. But and not being, not an like here's Jamaica. Thing, not you're, Jamaica beach. No. I mean, like a Pacific cold, the water's windy, cold, 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 full of rocks. The, yeah, there's no sand. It's <laughs> there's like no mostly sand. rocks. It is rocks. Um, the yeah, locals rocky are beach. scary. Yeah. <laughs> the locals are all wearing raincoats and are scary there and falling off cliffs. One law enforcement officer. Um, he yeah. is gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I liked I, it. I, it was definitely one of the stronger entries yeah. of the podcast. That's great. Yeah, for sure. I'm honored to have read it with you guys. Aww, well, thank you so much for so coming nice on and doing you. the show. Thank you for having me. Do yeah. you have anything that you would like to plug? Um, my podcast, Listen to Done. It's like this podcast, except we just talk about things people are done with and it's really fun. Oh, yeah. And lovely. you don't have to read a book, so we're we're lazier than you guys. But. 
Well, most people are. And honestly, at this point, I wish that uh, I could stop reading these books. <laughs> yes. I'm so very tired. <laughs> well, guys, check out Done. Um, it's also available on the Forever Dog Podcast Network. Um, if you guys want to uh, support our show, you can leave us a happy review on Apple Podcasts. A happy one. Happy, please. Um, and uh, if you... Um, oh, want to get in on our fun Patreon perks? Mm-hmm. Um, you can check us out on patreon.com slash teen creeps. We've got uh, uh, book summaries, um, weird pictures of me from my childhood that we'll mail you, stickers, mini-sodes, outside genre episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? It's just the, the warm, fuzzy feeling you get from, um, you know, putting out energy from yourself for having taken energy from others because money is just energy yeah and the secret and also as we said we pay our guests and you help yeah. to do that thank you guys so much yeah. absolutely. Oh, absolutely you read a fucking book we i wish that's that. how school worked <laughs> <laughs> guys why don't you tweet at us how much you think we pay our guests yeah. <laughs> <laughs> please don't do that and uh if it's above what we do then yeah it's that amount it's that amount <laughs> Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, next week, what are we reading, Lindsay? Do you know? Um, Off the top of your head? No. What are we reading next week? Uh, uh, uh. Child's Play? Daughters of Eve. <gasps> oh, by shit. our girl, Lodunk. Oh, Lois Duncan. Patrick Ellers will be joining Patrick us. Patrick Ellers will be Lodunk joining us. Correspondent. Um, I, we've gotten a lot of requests for this yes. book, as in no one knows if it's feminist or not. Um, <laughs> a constant debate. So we'll be reading that. Thanks, guys, so much for tuning in. And we will chat with you next week. Thank you again to our guest. Keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.